This is Great Disturbances, a Star Wars podcast. Each week, hosts Rich and Paul discuss Star Wars media, no matter what form it takes. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm Paul. And I'm Rich. And we are here today to discuss the really great... Well, I hope Rich thinks the same way because I recommended this to us to do for an episode. So I hope Rich thinks the same way. We'll find out soon. The really great early 2000s RPG, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, that is pretty awesome in a, in a couple ways. Well, no, I shouldn't say that. It is, it is intriguing in a couple ways in the Star Wars world because you can make the game go different, like drastically different ways based on your light side or dark side choices. Right. And you actually affect the plot of the game, not just like, you know, whether you get a cool lightsaber or whatever, you can affect the plot of the game by your light side, dark side choices, which at that point in computer history, 2000, early, early 2000s is reasonably rare, not unheard of, but reasonably rare for like your choices to significantly affect the outcome of a game of a game's story. Now you mentioned that in the second one, in Knights of the Old Republic Two, that the game assumes a certain turnout. Yeah, so there is for there's this a, one, right? There's a canonical way this one is supposed to be. Okay. Which okay. is the light side path. The light side path is the light side the path canonical. is the canonical or at this point legendary well, path. Yeah. Of the of the game, and so Knights of the Old Republic two is 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 dependent on you choosing light side, making light side choices. No, no. What I mean by that is the story of Knights of the Old Republic two mm-hmm. assumes that the light side version of Knights of the Old Republic happened. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, oh, oh. You know what I mean? Oh, because you can you can install the game independently of Knights of the Old Republic. Okay. You yeah. I mean? Yeah. Sure. But sure. but but if you do Knights of the Old Republic, and you go full blown dark side, yeah, I don't think Kotor two is going to pick up from that. So it doesn't. Right. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a new game, right? Oh, okay. but, the, but the game knows about the story of the previous game. Sure. In terms of just generally speaking, right? And Old Republic two is the story is based on the light side ending of Old Republic 1. Right. Is the point there. Makes sense. Okay. But so, so the, the approach that we're taking here in this is that both Rich and I have done a playthrough up to a very well-known, at least to me, Not to twist, me. twist <laughs> in the game's story. Fuck and damn. Rich is playing his character from a like goody two shoes light side perspective. And Not sure I am, why. And, <laughs> and I am playing my character as the darkest dark side perspective. Darth and Darth A hole is how you <laughs> Darth A hole is him. my character's yeah. name. But so so let me just give let me give a brief synopsis of the game. Yeah. At least the broader things and then we can dive into some of the stuff. Yeah. So and because some of this stuff changes based on what you do in the game, I, I can't give as detailed a thing as Rich usually gives for his uh, comics or books, but... You just the, step up your game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck. 
what if I, what if I get myself into? But basically this, in this game, this game takes place about 40 years after the events of the Exarchoon War. So the Sith are still around in this game and there is a new Republic Sith war going on. And the Sith at this point, when the game begins, the Sith are in a good position. They seem to be picking up their game and actually winning the war against the Republic. There are two Dark Lords of the Sith, Darth Revan and Darth Malak, and the game begins just after Darth Revan has been defeated, and Malak is the sole Dark Lord, or at least until later in the game, the sole Dark Lord of the Sith. Revan disappears, too. Like yeah, Revan disappears. Yeah. Revan, Revan disappears right before the game begins. So your character plays through and meets people along the way to retracing Revan and Malak's steps because Revan and Malak were Jedi who fell to the dark side and discovered something that has allowed the Sith to become quickly very powerful in this war. And so your character and the people in your character's party travel and follow Revan and Malak's footsteps through the galaxy trying to uncover what they uncovered and figure out how the Sith had become so strong so fast. Anything more, I think, is sort of details depending on how you play through it, but that's the, that's the gist of it. So in the course of the game, you will go through the Jedi Academy, you'll go through the Sith Academy, right. all those things to do, to do what you need to do in order to beat the process. Uh, kudos to you, because I, this is like, hey, Paul, summarize Skyrim for me. <laughs> tell me tell me what happens in skyrim <laughs> it, what part <laughs> you make a choice and then things happen from your choice that's basically. right now this is now let's be clear though i mean this is not as open-ended as skyrim is no no not at all but yeah. but the but trying to tell i i have yeah. no idea how i would have narrowed it down to what you did I, you yeah. did a great job. I think you did a great job with that. I started out with my notes, just so you know. I start my, my, my at first, my notes were every every choice that I made. Like yeah. every choice that yeah. I made is where I start. And then I, eventually, I abandoned that after about yeah. four, three quarters of the page. I was like, this is gonna. I'm, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna be taking like 18 pages <laughs> of notes. Yeah. So, but I wanted to give you my first impressions when I first started this game. Yeah. My first impressions were that this game was very clunky, and I don't mean the graphics because that's to be expected. Yeah, I meant I meant the the interface felt yeah. really really clunky, yep. and yep. the interactions with other characters felt really really clunky. So much so that like when you're talking to when you do the tutorials, I love I did love that they they included the tutorials in like normal conversation with your bunkmate. On the yeah. fire. but it but it but it came up as funny because the dude knows what a controller is. He's like, yeah. "Crush the A button," and I'm like, the the dude, what? He's the one guy who can break the fourth wall of the game." Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he does. He totally does. Yeah, it, it did kind of draw me out of it a little bit to you know to uh, thinking about oh he's got you know my initial my initial reaction to this before the story really picks up. Yeah. Um, my initial reaction to this was kind of like meh. I don't know about <laughs> right. all this. <laughs> right. You know, this is pretty clunky. I'm used to like Skyrim where I'm like, I'm going to choose this path. I'm going to go. Now I've played Skyrim like five times. Okay. I know yeah. there's lots of people that have played it way more than that, but I played it on PS3, PS4, Xbox 360 and Xbox one. And I'm on my next, my, my, my fifth playthrough of Skyrim. Or I was <laughs> before I started this. 
um, because my, because my son Miles he uh, he got into Skyrim. He wanted to he yeah. wanted to do RPG yeah. stuff, and I got him into Skyrim. So as soon as he found out that he could like shout people off of like mountains with dragon <laughs> shots, he was in. But anyway. I'm used to that interface, you know, and I'm used to, mm-hmm. and I, I know that's not fair to this game because it's 17 years old, but yeah. I'm used to that more modern interface. Right. Um, because right. I didn't, I, I don't think I had, I don't, I, I didn't have any RPGs really on like PS1 or PS2. Well, maybe sure. PS2, but you know what yeah. I mean? Like, Oh, what did you play it on? Did you play it on a I, PC or what? I played it on Xbox One. It's uh, oh. it's backwards compatible. The original Xbox version okay. is compatible with the uh, with the Xbox One. When it became available, I was like, I've never played this, and I'm, I know I'm going to want to play this at some point. So I bought it because it was on sale for like four bucks or something like that. I was like, sold. And yeah, yeah. It's just been sitting in my backlog until we started, you know, <laughs> so we started right. talking about it. They did give away. Uh, with their little games with gold thing, Xbox's games with gold, they gave away uh, Knights of the Old Republic too. So I have that one as well. Oh yeah. In case okay. we decide so, to go with that, but yeah, yeah. And you played it on PC, I'm guessing, or Mac, but yeah, PC. Mac, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So they call them Dark Jedi. Again, this yeah. is a holdover from the comic. Yeah. What's the difference between a Dark Jedi and Sith? So, I believe it is that the Dark Jedi. Well, actually, I take that back. I I am not sure what the difference is. Is it that? Is it that dark Jedi never go through the Sith Academy? I love that there's a Sith Academy. Yeah, I know that's it's like, a little it's a little it's weird. a little cuckoo bananas to me. I thought I was yeah. like that's strange. So, like, I think that that actually blows my mind because the dark Jedi are aligned. They they're like part of Malak's forces, but. They, I don't think they, they, I don't think they go through the Sith Academy to to do that. But so, like Jedi are defecting to the Sith as part of this whole universe. In the universe, in the universe of the game, that's happening the right. whole time. Is right. Jedi are defecting to the Sith and, and right. joining up. Yeah, um, and I, I made note of that. That Jedi are swearing allegiance to Sith lords. I was like, say what? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that one kind of took me out. But that's interesting. I didn't even think about that. Do you think so, yeah. that it's just a name? Just. You could call them either, or, or or maybe it is Jedi who have gone through the academy or whatever, and they're officially part of the forces of the Sith or whatever. You would think that because you you encounter dark Jedi on Sith cruisers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and other places too, but like on Sith occupied places is where you encounter dark Jedi. Mm-hmm. So clearly, they are part of the Sith forces. They're not just like fallen Jedi who wander around like randomly doing dark side things. What am they're, I going to do joined with all the dark side I got? <laughs> I feel this darkness inside me and I don't know what to do with it. It's so dark. <laughs> so it's, it's uh, man, that's a good question. I don't know. Okay. Yellow lightsabers. What, where did light, where did yellow lightsabers go? Because there's a point in the, now this is going to, this is going to be so nonlinear because I, I because no, my notes, because realistically you made different choices than I made. Yeah. You went different places than I went, but mm-hmm. they, there's a point where you get to choose your, Jedi class, kind of. Your Jedi class, yeah. And yeah. it is designated by lightsaber, which I thought was cool. Jedi consular is green, right? Yeah. When, when Luke first is a Je- Luke first starts on his path to becoming a Jedi, he is a Jedi guardian, blue. Blue. And he's a yeah. Jedi consular later. Yeah. When he, when he constructs his own lightsaber. Right. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. But anyway, 
my point is this jet, this uh, yellow, the Sentinel, the Bindo Jolie. Kind of the in betweener land. Right. Wh- where did it go? Where is it? Does anybody else carry that? Before, like, Ray shows up with one at the end of Rise of Skywalker? I couldn't tell you, but that's probably because to me, the yellow and green ones are the same color. Oh, shit. Yeah. So well, I fuck, I'm never, asking the wrong guy. Gotcha. I have never paid attention to that. I wouldn't know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, I do know the blue and like I noticed blue and green. Okay. For sure. But I also didn't notice like until somebody told me I did not know that Mace Window had a purple lightsaber. Oh. Because that looked that looked blue to me. So it didn't. I was like, oh, it's purple. That's good for him. Like I didn't know that. Anyway, so colorblind. Side note a little bit there, but it's something that I never even considered when I was asking you this question, honest to God. Yeah, I always no, forget no, that's that okay. you're colorblind, man. It feels like one of those things that, that got added on after, right? The concept of Jedi being in different classes. Clearly, right. I think I I think got added on after. Yeah. I would probably yeah. even after I mean, definitely after the original trilogy, obviously, but I think right. possibly even after Phantom Menace. Because there's yeah. no oh, there's yeah. no mention of that. In Phantom Menace. Well, this mo- this no. game this game came out two After years before Rise of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith. And I don't like there's just there's just no mention of that stuff, so I don't feel like it ever made it into the saga films as a thing. So I have played this game through a couple times before. Okay. Before I suggest this to us, and the first time I played it, I played it pretty much straight up light side. Like I was just like the noblest of noble. Except you still use your. Jedi persuasion. Yeah. How is, that not, how is that not dark side? You're, is, you're nudging people in a direction you want them to go. This is one of those things that when I, when I was trying to do it, so the first time I did it, I just did because I was like, I was not very immersed, I would say. Okay. okay. And I just did it and I just clicked the things that I thought would get me more light side points, basically. I didn't do, I, that's all I did. Gotcha. So if the persuade angle was persuading somebody to like join the light, I did that. Okay. Because I figured it would give me light side points. See, I, I just did, I didn't, I stayed away from the persuade thing whenever it popped up as a possibility. And then I went and I did it and it didn't work. And I was like, well, fuck it, I'm done. And then the next time, <laughs> like I accidentally like engaged that person again and it was like persuade. I was like, Wait, I can try again. So I tried again, and it worked. I was like, "Oh, fuck yeah!" yeah. Nice. I mean, it's all based on dice okay. rolls, right? So, ah, okay. Did you, did you notice that that like the engine of this game is dice rolls? It's it's I, like I didn't put two and two together. On all that, of but the that's all of yeah. the damage stuff is like two d six plus four. That's how it all works. Is like so all of the security lock picking stuff, all of yeah. the you know the times where your where your like force power doesn't affect somebody. There's a dungeon master above everybody going, okay. Rich attacks you with force stun. Roll right. for save with fortitude. Saving throw is 17 or whatever, right? Right. And then the game will roll, and if you get to 17, the character avoids the force stun, right? right? And so your damage is based on, like, you know how the damage is, like, 7-21 or whatever it is, right? Yeah. It's, it's uh, 7 21-sided die, <laughs> add up the numbers, and that's the damage you do in your attacks. And then there's a plus whatever so if you hit right yeah plus something or other but then of course it gets modified by the character's defense and all that kind of stuff too jesus why didn't i put that together why didn't i think of that so it's it's very like it's the the whole engine is based on like paper rpg kind of stuff that's fantastic just implemented inside 
of the computer interface for it, right? Okay. So some of the stuff that I wrote down. Yeah. This is 44 years after Ulick and Nomi and Exarchoon. Yeah. After all of that, we're pretty Sith free. When that when that series ends, it's like, oh, the Jedi are, are good. Ulick has paid the ultimate price and he's been redeemed and yada, yada, yada. But there's no more Sith Lords, right? The Sith are skulked off to wherever the fuck. Right. So 44 years later, we're in the midst of like this gigantic Sith push to like take over the galaxy again. Yeah. But there's no background to it. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer getting dropped into the middle of the story or do you prefer like the way that the Tales of the Jedi gave it to us, which was we're going to give you all this buildup to the Sith War and then we're going to even jump back further and give you more buildup, you know, and then, and then we're going to go from there. What's your preference on that? I, I like the way that they did it with the game and I like the mechanic they used to do it because they use the, your character, your character has no memory of whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep. And I forget, did we find, we didn't find out yet in the game why the Sith are back so strong, did we? Nope. Ah, okay. That answer is coming. No, but we sure as fuck that, found out who I am. That, yeah. <laughs> so the answer to that, but the answer to why the Sith are back in such numbers is also coming in the game. So it's for it's not okay. It's not just like elided over. It's like oh, there right, is a okay. reason. So for the listeners who know the game or who those who don't, there is a there is a shocking reveal. I would say seventy percent of the way through the game. Oh, and Rich and I Rich and I played up through and then stopped at the shocking reveal. The shocking reveal is not all of the information you have to finish the game but it is the most shocking reveal in the whole game. And so what Rich, what Rich is describing here is there is still unanswered questions in the game that happen after the shocking reveal that are also sort of interesting as well. I so you've, you you've heard them mentioning the Star Forge. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That is part of the answer to why the Sith are the way they are right now. Well, that's what, that's what we're looking for. Yeah. Time, I'm looking yep. for the Star Forge. Fucking okay. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blow my wad here with this. That that fucking reveal. I did not see that coming. Yeah. I purposefully stayed away from any kind of information that might have spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. When you said there's a big reveal, I was like, oh shit. Okay. Um, I went through this whole gamut of emotions. I'm over here choosing like all these light side shit, you know, and I'm and I'm like, right, 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 and right. I'm like, ah oh, man, I'm trying to be the most noble Jedi I can be, and da, 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 and I'm I'm being gallant, and I'm you know I'm not persuading people too hard. I don't want to do that, do that right? <laughs> right. And I didn't even I I went so far as like I don't even want to pick locks, you know? Oh, right. Like, Interesting. Like, okay. Like, like because. Because picking locks to me, that seems like dark side. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about like think about Skyrim. You pick a lock, and a guy sees you doing it. You're going to jail. Like, oh, you're going to jail. Hey, yeah. you, you got to pay 50, 50 gold coins, or you're going to jail. Look, you. fifty septims. That's when you. That's when you start a fight with all the. <laughs> you know. You know. When you murder the whole town's guard, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or every guard in the town. Yeah. But anyway, but like I had this like I had this gut punch of your Darth Revan guys. And I and, and and I'm sorry to anybody that's going to plan on playing the 17 year old game at this point. Yeah, but, but you're Darth Revan. Your character is fucking Revan. Yes. And like, and and I had this gut punch. I was like, why the fuck have I been being so good? If that's who I am. <laughs> and then I go from there. I went from there. I went to, oh my god, fuck the Jedi. Fuck 
the Jedi because they did this. Like the Jedi Council literally goes in and wipes your fucking brain. And like, why would they? That is so un-Jedi-like. That is so. Who does that? Sith do shit like that. So, yeah. So the, the character that we mentioned at the beginning, Darth Revan, who is missing, your character is Darth Revan. And the Jedi Council wipe his memory. And then somehow send him right back into the action, basically. But, right. um, yeah, like immediately. Like, they're like okay. He wears a mask when he's Darth Revan. He's wearing a mask. Yeah. So that's how people are like, hey, it's that guy. But now he's being... And, and by the way, I was caught flat-footed too. My first time through, I didn't see it coming. I didn't even... Re- until, until he literally took the mask off and it yes. was my character's face. Yeah, that's, yeah. I was like, what is... Or who are we, are we going to find out that it's one of the masters yeah. of the <laughs> Academy? And then it was my face. And I'm like, what the... F- fuck but they, they do the memento thing right where they take you through all the little things yeah all the little things that bastila says that tell you that she knows right and all the little things that karth says that he doesn't know at the at the beginning he doesn't know he knows right before you do right but then but karth says things like the force can you know wipe people's memories and things like that he says that like way back at the beginning of the game and it just it's a toss away line then yeah yes right i caught it this time because of course i knew now the, the twist so yeah, so I was right in your in your place. And so I found myself, so what I did, I did this playthrough, I did the dark side. Yeah. And I picked like dark side stuff the whole way through. Right. So my character is almost 100% dark side <laughs> yeah. aligned. Yeah, you sent me a picture of He's it. like swirling red masses around him in the character picture. Like, <laughs> I'm evil. But at, like in, 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 in that battle, there's, there's a battle with Malak and your character and Bastila and Karth. Where, which is where you find out the truth. So the and then so the first two times I played through the game, I did the light side stuff basically. But this time, as as I was looking at the dialogue options and thinking through all the things that we've discussed before, and your character saying things like, "Bastila, why did you do this to me? Why did the Jedi Masters do this to me? You erased my life." And like, whereas before I picked all the answers that made it seem like I still wanted to be a Jedi. This right. time I found it. Even though earlier in the game, it's hard to say, well, ha, you're going to die, kid, when you do like really evil stuff. In yeah. this case, in this scenario of the reveal, I was like, I am pretty pissed that they wiped my memory. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you sh-, I, in my head, I'm like, you should have killed me, you know, or like, let me be or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. instead, you, you like, you like smushed a new person into Darth Revan. You took Rev- away Revan. all of his, yeah, all and, of his and, and will. And when he was a Jedi, he was Revan too. And yeah. That's his name, right? Yeah. Um, I, it, it was it was not hard for me to click the responses that were like "fuck you," you know, okay. at that at that moment. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I had to. I had to. I had to stop for a minute, like when that happened, because my my instinct was, "What the fuck," you know. Yeah. <laughs> but like you, you still have to be like, you still have to like choose the light, basically at that yeah. point. And it's like, yeah. God damn it, I <laughs> I don't so, want to choose the light. The Jedi are weird. We've said this before, but this just proves it. The Jedi are fucking dicks, man. The, the Jedi, Jedi are dicks. This is the thing. I we got there. I got to that. I got to the reveal, and even some of that before that. And I was like, I would not choose to like kill as many people as Revan does. If you choose the dark side path, you wind up killing a lot of people. Oh, nice. On okay. the way there, through. Because like, to know because when I play probably, through this again, I'm going to do that. I'm going to murder. You, everybody. you probably see every every di- <laughs> almost every dialogue has a. You know what? I'll just kill you instead. Option, right. right? Yeah. Yep. I pick that almost every time. <laughs> there are a few times where you can't do that, where if you pick it, you yeah. just die right away. Yeah. Because, like, the, remember that guy, Kyle Nord? 
Yeah, yeah. When yeah. you meet him in the cantina in Terrace, yeah. if you do that with him, he just kills you. <laughs> you can't you can't take him on. He's too strong for you then. So you're like, he's like one, and you're like, fuck you. And he's like, two, and you're like, you're a little bitch. And you're like, he's like three, and he just blasts you, and you have no chance. Did you no. did you do the star map on Tatooine? Yes, I think so. Yeah. And there's that crate dragon that's guarding it. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. My in my first playthrough back years ago, right? I did the dragon fight and then Calo Nord showed up after I did the star map. I went to the star map and I opened it up and I was like, Oh, that's really great. You know, and then I and I come out of the cave and Calo Nord challenged me to a fight and I killed him then. This playthrough, as a, I, did, I must have done the planets in different order. Yeah. This playthrough on the planet Manan, after I got the star map there, Kalinor showed up and I killed him there. So what is interesting to me is that you got enough star maps to have Malik capture you right. and bring you on board the Sith, whatever it's called, and have the reveal. And yet you never encountered Kalinor again. And I didn't even know that it was possible because I, when it happened to me this time, I was like, okay, well, it's going to happen. I, I, thought, I thought it was something that happens every playthrough, no matter what. And so when I, when I encountered him on Manan, I figured, oh, well, he just shows up at your third star map, whatever it is, right? That was, I thought that was how it was programmed. But if you never had to fight him again and kill him, then clearly you picked something somewhere along the line or did something. Did you fight Darth Bandon? Yeah. And that, that's also one of those ones where... I did it every time, but in a different place every time. It's, I think it's set to be on, you know, whatever your X number, because you can, you can go to different star map planets in different orders, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no prescribed order, right? right? You have to get the first one and then you can go to whichever ones, right? Right. Right. So this time I encountered Darth Bandon on Korriban. But the first time through, I encountered him on Kashyyyk. That's where I got him was Kashyyyk. Which is, you got him on Kashyyyk, okay. Mm-hmm. So there, so to me, there's even, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm plotting this game a little bit more in that. Unless I'm not remembering this. I mean, who knows? I mean, it, it, I, I, mean I could I totally be wrong that it's a required, cause, because here's the, it doesn't affect the plot, I don't think. Did you get a cutscene where Kalinor talks to Darth Malak on board the ship or whatever? And he's like, go find the whatever. Maybe I did. I mean, I'm, not remember, I'm not remembering this guy as much, though. Maybe it's a little bit more random than I thought. Maybe hmm. because I'm assuming that you have one more star map to get because I do too. I think I you think go. So, yeah. I think the order is you get four of them. You have the encounter with Malik. Find out that you're Revan. Go get another one, and then do the rest of the game because there's a little bit more after that. I wish my I wish my Xbox was right here so that I could boot it up and see. But I'm pretty sure I have four. Yeah. I mean, I think you have to in order to get Malik. So, either either it was just an oh, sort I got of an, that either either it was an unremarkable event and you just killed him and went on because it wasn't a big deal because he wasn't hard to beat on Terrace. If you if you poke him, he just kills you and you, you cannot defeat him. <laughs> but when you fight him the second time, you just you just mop the floor with him. It's no challenge. So it's kind of strange. I, I fought a lot of people in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Like the, and, and again, the, it's so clunky that some point, like, because you can set it to, like, attack and just leave it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, there, I, you know, I'm going to be completely honest with you here. Sometimes, like, shit was going on and I was just, like, checking my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so it's entirely possible that I did kill this guy, but I'm 
I'm, I might have been checking my phone right before and right after and didn't put two and two together. Okay, so that's, that's entirely that's, possible. That's, that's possible. So let me ask you this. Did you find it or have you found it easy to make the choices that give you the light side points? Like, is it pretty clear the choices you need to make to do that? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Be, oh, I think that I wonder if I can get away with, did you do any lock picking and stuff like that? Like, yeah. To me, that's like that breaking doesn't entering. Af- it know? doesn't affect your... It doesn't. So, okay. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, because the, 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 there's two levels to this. One is the level of literally you get light side or dark side points based on your choices, right? Right. Yep. But then there's the things like lockpicking, which have no effect on that. So it doesn't, it doesn't so, bother with it at all. The persuasion doesn't bother it at all. Okay. Not, not to my knowledge, no. Literally, because the game just tells you light side points gained or dark side points gained. <laughs> yeah. After, after right. a, like an interaction, right? Right, right. One thing I found with that stuff, because I, I was trying to play through as a dark side, like we kind of agreed. And I found that you sometimes did need to just do more than just a oh, wall well, just kill you as the choice to get the dark side points you'd have to you have to like convince somebody to do something really bad or whatever like it wasn't so, it wasn't quite as straightforward as well i guess i'll just kill you and take the credits for myself you know as the the option the dialogue option okay. of, of doing that thing so i don't want to jump around too much but no that's okay what, they don't mention ulik at all Right. Yeah. They mention they mention Exarchoon. They talk a bit about Revan and Malak being like these great Jedi, right? Yeah. And they though they they fought in the Mandalorian Wars and all that, and they were supposed to be these really powerful light side Jedi, right? Yeah. Yeah. What in the hell could have caused them to fall to the dark side? Is that revealed by the end of this game? It is not fully revealed, I don't believe. That was definitely an unsatisfying point for me. Because okay. I never, I don't think I ever fully understood why they turned. So when I was in the middle of talking to the Mandalorians and they're talking about, oh, Revan was so great and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Revan was such a great Jedi. Why did he fall to the dark side? If he's yeah. that great, whatever it was had to have been a huge thing for him to just fall to the dark side, you know? It's not a it's not a huge sticking point, but it definitely I, I, I want to know. I want to know more about that. A little disappointed right. that we don't find out about that. Maybe it's in maybe it's in Knights of the Old Republic too. You said well, you and 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 the, it's been a decade since I played through this game. There may be more revealed in the last part than I remember, or that I don't remember. That, that's seeing, fair. You know, because because I'll tell you this much: the rest of the revelations, like what the Star Forge is would definitely be something that could also tempt you because it, it's a source of great power in a, in a certain way. Starforge. Okay. I'm and trying to figure out like just from the name alone, what it is. And, and yeah. I, I don't want to know, obviously. But. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So God, shit. Now you're, because that, that's true. That, that is a point that if it, if it does get explained, it doesn't get satisfactorily explained. I don't think because there's, there's just sort of this hand waving of they went to the outer rim and then they came back and they were Dark Lords of the Sith. Right. Oh, we finally get to see Dantooine too, by the way. That was yeah, Dantooine makes an appearance. Yep. That was interesting. I wanted to point out something. Where did it go here? So the Sith soldiers don't look like the Sith people. Like in yeah. the comics, the Sith people are like these pink creatures. They're with like, like sort these of jolly a race. Things. Yeah, yeah, there's like a specific race that are on. Was it Korriban? Is that, that's the Sith homeworld, right? Yeah. So we we see them in the comics and they, they, they look a certain way, right? 
yeah. but like but like there's certain times where like i'll run into like a cadre of sith people and one of them doesn't have a helmet and he's like yeah darn jedi i'm gonna get you the sith yeah everybody and i'm like you're not sith who the fuck are you <laughs> so and i think i think part of that comes from the relatively quick and powerful nature of the sith comeback that many worlds have just joined the sith okay you know yeah mean? that makes sense that makes sense yeah okay i, I get and, I'll, I'll take that that's a, yeah. And it's, and it's apparently pretty fast to go through the academy too. So yeah, <laughs> whether yeah. <laughs> there's, there are things in here that also go by that still that touch on the themes that we've discussed in this podcast before too. At one point, Bastila says your Republic saw the threat, saw only the threat of the Mandalorians, but the wisdom of the masters saw beyond the immediate threat. So Bastila says your Republic as though she is not part of the Republic somehow. Interesting. Yeah, I think she says it's a Karth, maybe, and it's and it's very clear that the Jedi Masters here feel sort of empowered to just do whatever the fuck they want. You know what I mean? So so they yeah. they they capture Darth Revan, right? And they're just like, okay, the leader of the opposing army, fucking war criminal, whatever guy, he's ours, and we're gonna do with what we please, and we decide that we're gonna wipe his memory and basically just put him right back in the fucking thick of things. Right. Is that not dark side? Yeah. Even knowing the story of the game, I still, I find myself questioning the Jedi masters here and the Jedi themselves. And so it's kind of like I mentioned before, when, when you get to the end where you're, and you're like, not the end, but the, the reveal stuff, when you're like, your character can say, Basil, why'd you do this? What the hell? Right. Yeah. I was, it, it was not hard to click that response yeah. because I was literally, I was feeling that with my character. Like, how, how could you not tell me this? Yeah. How could you, how could you do this? How, how do you, how, like, what gives, basically, what gives you the right yeah. to treat the galaxy this way? So that, that was something I, I made a note of and I wrote, I, I literally paused the screen and I wrote down the quote because I was like, that's a crazy quote that still leaves the, the Jedi and Republic relationship like very fucking weird. Yeah. There's another bit here that also draws some other timelines for us here too. So the overseer droid on... Dantooine. He says he's been there for 20,000 years. And Bastila says, well, he says, he says like 20 cycles of the outermost planet or whatever, but Bastila's right. like, that's 20,000 years. Right? Yeah. And Bastila says, that's 5,000 years older than the Republic itself, which means Bastila just set an anchor point of beginning of the Republic. The Republic that's, is 15,000 years before this, right? Which makes it 19,000 years before the Battle of Yavin, roughly. The Jedi predate the Republic then because the dawn of the Jedi takes place 25,000 years prior to the dawn. You mean the, is there a comic book series called Dawn of the Jedi? There's a comic book series and there's at least one novel. Okay. Set in this dawn of the Jedi period. Okay. So yeah. if we take, if we take this bit from this game and the dates from those comic books as like in sync here, what they're saying is the Jedi predate the Republic. Right. Okay, okay, interesting. So Did the Jedi create the Republic then? See, that maybe fits I don't know whether create is the right word, but it maybe fits in terms of the the thought that we were talking I think we talked about this one or two episodes ago, where don't know if they created the Republic or not, but seems like the Jedi may have been necessary to expand the Republic. Because they come like Oh yeah. As as the Republic sort of gets new systems the Jedi go as like ambassadors, so to speak, of the of the Republic and help them like 
squash their internecine things first before the republic right. like, takes over fully or whatever you know right right so that's good to know so then this is like potentially laying down some more solid points in our headcanon timeline here and also by the way it does fit into a thousand generations as well too then right because 25,000 years that's a thousand generations right you know what i mean yeah right 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 also another interesting note they mention, I, I forgot to write down where this was mentioned. The Huts were a dominant force in the galaxy before the Republic. So they say 20, the Huts. So they say the Huts, the Huts predate the Republic too. So ever, the ever-present Huts. Yeah, I wrote down uh, another fucking Hut because <laughs> <laughs> I ran into him on uh, yeah Terrace or whatever Terrace or whatever. Yeah, yeah, another fucking Hut. <laughs> they are everywhere. I have other things, but the only thing, the, the further thing that I wanted to write here, you talked about Dantooine and there's those Jedi masters on Dantooine. Yeah. And there's that Yoda looking guy. Yeah. I want to talk he's about a, him. He's the Yoda species. Right. He doesn't talk like Yoda. He doesn't talk backwards like hell? Yoda, but he no. sounds like Yoda. He sounds like Yoda. What the fuck is up with that? What is that? So does Yoda have a speech impediment or something like that? Like, <laughs> or like a weird, or like a weird, or, or was he like, or was Yoda like getting kind of senile or whatever toward the end of his time there we're like you jump back like a hundred years before the prequels and maybe yoda talks like this guy you know yoda got smacked in the head in one of the wars <laughs> started talking like that they're like i oh, just leave it like yeah we could we could like, put a whole personality into another guy but fuck it leave that guy <laughs> well and they're like well he sounds more mysterious now anyway let's just fucking leave it you know <laughs> promote him to that's gonna be to- a shtick Promote him to Grand Master, master and k- kick him out of the way, right? <laughs> Let him be the get weirdo. That, get that guy a uniform. <laughs> I went through like a gamut here, and I want, to, I want to read this. Now, we talked about my reaction to the reveal. Yeah. They started talking about like, like, when this, like, like when they start building up to it, they're like, oh, you don't even know who you are. And I was like, oh, shit. Because my first thought was, is and I wrote this down. Is my character Anakin's ancestor because he's oh. like super powerful? I was like, well, maybe yeah. it might be a reach, but maybe it maybe this lays the groundwork for you know who Anakin's ancestors are or whatever, right? And then like literally my next note, holy motherfuck, I'm Revan. Fucking Jedi are assholes. <laughs> <laughs> next line isn't using the Force to alter someone's mind. Kind of dark side. Yes. Yeah. Next, next note. This is the first time we see a Sith apprentice turn. Is is this the first time we see a Sith apprentice turn on their master? Not counting Ulik, because Ulik, I don't consider him to actually be an apprentice. He was an apprentice right, yeah. only. Yeah, okay. yeah. So I want to I want to circle back to that. But then, but then the next line is fucking Bastilla was in, or Bastilla was in on it. Yeah. And then the next line is okay. I'm finding it hard to choose right side stuff or light side stuff right now. I really, <laughs> <laughs> I really want to say fuck everyone and go full dark. <laughs> um, yeah but the, i just wanted i wanted to share like my my thought process in that like dude i love it on, i love I was, it i was typing it down i was like what? i'm like typing furiously shit's happening i don't like clicking i'm like typing i'm like, <laughs> like fuck i can't believe this but is this the first time that we've seen an apprentice turn on an the master apprentice turn on the master because this is what we know about the sith the apprentice will always turn on the master and we've talked about this yeah. why the fuck would you why would the fuck would you take an apprentice if you know he's just going to kill you or she is the, i mean have we seen this before you know that's a really interesting point because even in the tales of the jedi comics when nagasato and the other guy are vying for the leadership role yeah 
they did not murder the previous guy. He just died. Right. Yeah. So like that, it wasn't a, that wasn't a power grab thing. Mm -mm. I mean, it was a power grab after he died. Right. Who was it? Marco Ragnos or I don't know. Anyway, it was Marco Ragnos. Okay. Yeah. Marco Ragnos died uh, apparently of natural causes. And then his like minions had the squabbling going on to find out who was going to be the thing. But in this case, this is, this seems to be the first and also sort of the thing that becomes the real way they do it. Right. Right. Yeah. Because because Darth Sidious murdered Darth Plagueis. Right. Darth Vader clearly had designs occasionally of like overthrowing oh, Sidious, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like that that it became the way they do it even if it wasn't in the ancient ancient days even before this game. Right. I guess. It was it was this kind of the evolution of it. Yeah. And maybe so and maybe this represents part of the evolution of the Sith then too. In terms of because the Sith species is like I think they even say this, the Sith species is at this point pretty much gone. Right. The, Sith, the Sith ideas exist and like the dark side masters exist in some form or another, but the Sith species is almost extinct at this point, I believe. Here's what I don't get about the Sith. And I'm going to go back a little bit to the, the comic series. You say the Sith ideas are still, are st- still exist, right? What ideas did the Sith people have before this, these these dark Jedi showed up and started humping them out of existence. Do you know what I mean? Because that's really what happened, right? The dark Jedi showed up and yeah. they kind of assumed everything about Korriban. They took over everything. They, sub- they enslaved, they turned, the, enslaved Sith the Sith, species. right? They usurped the name Sith. I was just about to say, it's a mystery why they even used the name Sith. Because the Sith are the species they conquered. That, this is this this is still a mystery to me. This is this, this is still weird. It's still weird, right? Okay, good. I'm glad it's I'm glad it's not just me. I'm no, you just there thinking about you just, this. You just made it more weird for me. I, not that I was yeah, in a place sorry. of understanding it, <laughs> but but that whole you're you're totally right. Is that just like a couple episodes ago when we could we discussed the, what about the glory? Isn't there glory? Yeah, there should be glory. The glory? Where's where is the glory? There. So so what I did appreciate about this game is that this game more than anything else did lay out a, an opposing viewpoint as close to full fleshed as we can get in terms of the Sith ideas, right? Because one of your quests at the academy is to learn the Sith code, right? And it's more or less kind of a mirror of the Jedi code. There, they say peace is a lie. There is only passion through passion mm-hmm. against strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. That that and then the discussions you have about that with the various teachers there mm-hmm. are a lot more fleshed out as a theory of Sithism than anything else. Even the even the Tales of the Jedi books don't give you like a concise like. Here is the map of our ideas. The comics don't even put out any like minor ideas yeah. that will later come into play. And I mean, I think ideas ideas are important. Ideas are what drive civilizations and nations and all that kind of stuff, right? Right, sure. So it always felt weird to me that in, in the Tales of the Jedi comics, it felt weird to me that like there didn't seem to be any ideals driving them. Mm-mm. At least in this, they now appear to have some set of ideals. Even right. if those ideals seem like it would make it so you would never have a coordinated army because everybody would be trying to kill each other, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like every lieutenant would spend all of his time watching his back because somebody's <laughs> yeah. because somebody will somebody will 100% murder you 
<laughs> the first chance they get, you know? <laughs> Rule number one, we're all going to try and kill each other. Yeah. Rule number two, everybody else is going to try and kill those people. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, if you're a Sith, basically you should probably try to not rise in the ranks. If you want to live a long time, right? maybe don't be so ambitious. Just be a, just be just a Sith be happy, underling. <laughs> happy being a Sith, like, shield technician or whatever, and just fucking... <laughs> Speaking of shields, can you think of something that was complete, completely innovative thousands of years ago, like thousands and thousands of years ago, that just doesn't exist anymore? Like, for example, these energy shields, right, that they, that they use, right? They use these energy shields. We don't see them again later. Those are like, yeah, and those are in Star Wars. Like, right. everybody's got those fucking shields. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're very helpful, very useful. Yeah. So I started trying to think of things in real world that maybe like still exist in the form that they were in back when they were created thousands of years ago. Uh All I can think of is wheel because that still is in that same form. That's still in that same shape, right? We've made improvements on them, but we still use them, right? Yeah. Like, is there any kind of like technology that back in... 4,000 years ago from where we are would have been completely revolutionary that just died off. Like say an energy shield just yeah. kind of died off 4,000 years later. That's, that's a good point because there's, there's also, there's, there's no reason for that to have died off. And, and like, it's not that they don't have records of it. Right. So, so in the case of earth for us, mm-hmm. there is the chance, however small that something like ridiculous was invented by like some dude in 4,000 years ago, Ethiopia, you know what I mean? Right. And it was incredible, but then he fell into a well and it fell with him and you never saw it again. You know what I mean? There is a chance of that, but with these energy shields, like (laughs) they are ubiquitous throughout the whole galaxy and people are on record. Like people clearly know that you can do it. And yet by the time we get to whatever, they're just not there. 4,000 years later, they don't need them anymore because people are shooting blasters at each other all <laughs> the fucking time. Still a lot of blasters, guys. A lot yeah, of blasters. Lots of blasters. So <laughs> who made the executive decision to be like, you know what? Fuck energy shields. Fuck portable energy shields. The only thing that I could think of would maybe be like the energy shield technology was used to create like the shields, like the deflector shields on spacecraft. That's yeah. like the only thing that I could think of that, that they may be able to like explain that away, but that still doesn't explain to us no. why, why, because, okay, because we have wheels, right? Wheels exist in that same perfect circular shape that they existed back when we first discovered the idea of the wheel, but we have multiple different types of wheels, right? We've got a wheel that can, you know, move a tank. We have got a wheel that can move like a, a tow truck, right? You've got yeah. a wheel that can move an 18 wheeler, right? Yeah. They still exist, even though there's yeah. larger and more important versions of them. Why don't these shields exist anymore? Yeah, no kidding. That's, I, I that's just, a great point. That, just, and that's one of those points, too, of like... <laughs> maybe I'm nitpicking. Maybe I'm nitpicking. That's what no, I know it's, it is. It's, I know that's what it is. It, it's funny, too, because especially like when you think about when The Phantom Menace came out and you look at all the technology they used there, you're like, right. oh, yeah, okay. Clearly, this is the filmmaker is excited to 
to speculate on technology, even though, <laughs> yeah. even though all of the tech is way better than 25 years later, you know, or, or whatever in, in universe, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nine, 19 years later. It's 19 years after. Yeah. Well, no, no. It's 19 years after Sith. After Revenge of so the Sith, right? It's, uh, so it's and, like 30. And again, something 30 like years. Still, still, right? Yeah. Question for you. How did it feel to play the light side stuff all the way through? This is going to sound weird. And I swear to God, I'm not like evil or something, but I felt it felt strange to me to deliberately choose what I knew was going to be light side, what I knew was going right. to get me points yeah. for being the good guy. Yeah. Because usually what I do with these types of games is I go with what feels natural. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, like whatever the interaction's been, you know, I'm talking to a Twilight uh, uh, a vendor or whatever, and, and I'm negotiating with them or whatever you know i'll go with whatever feels like it's going to be the natural thing right because i want to kind of exist in that world but this i can't i can't put my finger on specific spots but it felt like i was forcing myself to choose no no you gotta no you can't choose that you gotta choose this yeah you know yeah so it overall i would say it's probably it's definitely a consequence of how we chose to do this Right. Episode. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's not something to me that that is soul nourishing or anything like that to like choose sure. only the light side. Yeah. Even though my character's picture would like to have me <laughs> believe so. Uh, but but it but it, it it doesn't hurt me at all to to click you know light side stuff only. It felt boring. Yeah. Almost because I knew that I had to choose that. And especially, like, like while I was making those choices, I was like, meh, all right, I guess I got to choose this. But the real effect was for me, when the reveal happens, and I find out that the Jedi have been fucking with me, this is where I really had that, I had to reel myself in and go, okay, you have to go with the light side stuff here. So right, right, right. Stick with the light side, you know? Like, even though my instinct was to be like, the Fuck, bastard! What's the matter with you? <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> because that would be natural, right? Like that would be yeah. a natural thing. I wouldn't, you know. But like, I was like, okay, I don't want to do anything that's going to jeopardize my, you know, paragon light side fullness. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to turn this question around on you, okay? Because fuck you, this, no. I know, but here's how about I thing. how about I kill you instead? That'd be my <laughs> that'd be my response if First I was joke. In, that was, if I was if I was my character in the game, I'd yeah. be like, how about I kill you instead? And take all your credits, <laughs> you know. <laughs> hey, I don't have any credits, you son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, the reason that I want to turn this question around on you is not just for this podcast, but me speaking to my friend Paul, whom I know when he plays video games, tries to make the good guy decisions more often than not. Yeah, I know. You are forcing yourself to choose the bad guy shit. Like we played through the Force Unleashed, and you're like, "I want to, I want to play good. I want to do the good stuff." We're gonna do so. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna do. We're gonna be good. We're not gonna be like you know, <laughs> we're not raping yeah. and pillaging. Okay, we're just yeah. Like now you're now you're forcing yourself to do the quote unquote raping and pillaging. And how does yeah. that feel for you? How do you feel? Do you feel dirty? Do you have to take a shower every day? It like it is it is legit hard for me. So, so my daughter said something the other day that I think really expresses, I think how a lot of people sort of do this. She, she, we were talking about like getting rid of some of the things that she has, old things that she's accumulated or whatever, even things like 
stuffed animals or kind of whatever, but also like blankets and things like that. And she made a comment to the effect of, she's like, I know this sounds weird, but I don't want my blanket to feel bad that I didn't choose it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like she, so, and she, she knows it's weird. She knows the blankets don't have feelings, but she also said like, she still has that empathetic, like, like look at it. Right. Sure. And yeah. I have that a little bit too. I know it's bits on a screen right. being shoved through a processor, <laughs> but I still find it hard to be like, so there's, there's a stowaway on the oven Hawk and you could either, I think you would like help the stowaway get to a good place or whatever on the light side path. I forget what it is, but on the dark side path, you just shoo them off the ship. The you're like, off. get <laughs> off this ship and whatever planet you're on. They just exit and go to be an urchin on that planet or whatever, right? <laughs> and I found I found that really hard to do. <laughs> I found it really hard, but I knew I would get the dark side points, and I knew that was what we were doing for the yeah. for our episode here, right? So, so I did that. You are you are you are Ulic Keldroma. I I do have walking the dark side path. It's so weird for research for science. You're doing for this for science. Fuck. And then I fell to the dark side. Fucking hell. Oh, Just like, man. like somebody's <laughs> going to come strip me of my powers pretty soon. It's not going to be me because I want to see where this goes. Because I want to see where it goes. <laughs> but I, And I have that because like in my life, I'm not that way. Right. 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 I'm not like, actually, you shouldn't do that because the law says, like, I don't have, I don't feel like that. But somehow in video games, I have that like my character has the power to make it good. So I should do the good thing. Like somehow that like affects how I feel about it. Right. And also, and, and what I kind of discovered too, in both, I think in the game mechanic was you can't always just say, you know what? I think I'll just kill you instead and take all your credits. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes you don't get dark side points because uh-huh. the, because the other person just brush it off. You have to kind of get there. You know what I mean? Right. Or persuade sure. them to be bad or whatever. Right. 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 So, like you don't always get dark side points for saying because sometimes they're like, ha ha, you crazy, you crazy weirdo. You can't really fight me. And then your character doesn't fight them, you know? <laughs> so it's, it's kind of funny that way. That sucks. But you can also then, be, like, you know, you can also be really sarcastic too, to Sar- Bastila. Like sarcasm gets you dark side points. No, it doesn't get you dark side points. Oh, but you can, fuck. You okay. can choose to be sarcastic. Okay. All right. And so I did start to play it where if I can, if there's if it's not clear which thing will necessarily lead to a dark side outcome, I'll choose the sarcastic one, just to get a little needle in there, right? Just to feel like okay, well at least my character is doing something that's like dark sidey. But right. also I also kind of had to think about it in terms of okay, so Mike does my char- my character has no memory of being a Sith Lord, but let's let's just say that when we were saying for our purposes that my character did have like the dark side sort of welling up inside him. Right. Right. So there were times when I would have to make a choice and I still tried to make it the choice that was the dark side points ish, but I didn't always go with the choice of like, no, it'd be better to be a Sith. This is awesome. I didn't say that kind of stuff. I would do the like, well, I don't know. I mean, it seems like this one is pretty good. So screw you. Like it was like, there were times when it was, I was kind of measured in how, in how much I would do the, I'll just kill you instead. You right. I mean, I think having played through the game a few times, I kind of knew how to make the dialogue system go toward the dark side thing somehow. Because my, so like you showed me your character shot. Yeah. Your, your needle is pretty close to the top. Right. My, the, my needle of dark sideness is 
almost entirely pegged <laughs> on the It's even more than the <laughs> shot I showed you the other day. Yeah. Right now the arrow is like right now the arrow is like yay far from the very, very bottom <laughs> of the of the thing. And you also find things too, like so you clearly you went to the Jedi Academy and you 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 did uh, you dealt with Juhani, the Jedi yep. in the orchard yep. or the garden or whatever, right? You can straight up kill her. So my team killed her. You murdered and that her? was and that was how we dealt with the dark side in that garden place. <laughs> whatever that was. <laughs> So, so there's, there's, and so the funny thing is, is that the character selection screen has those nine slots, right? Yeah. Yep. For me, the slot where she would go is just always dark. There's nobody ever goes there because the slots have the outline of the characters, right? You also, did you do the Tatooine star map? You said you did, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. yep. There's the droid that can translate the sand people mm-hmm. language. Yeah. You can do that without getting that droid. So I never bought that droid. So that also is just, a blank spot in my character oh. inventory okay. because, because rather than like talking to them, you just go kill them all. And so I just went and killed them all. <laughs> you and, Anakin them. And I brought back the women, the, in, the women and children too. The women, and, There are women there. Are, there's like, there's a sand people, female, and you fight them and kill them. Um, <laughs> they're sand ladies. <laughs> and so, and so, so yeah. Yeah. So you could just say fuck it all and not take that droid and, that droid right now in my character, that droid is still at that guy's shop. I never bought that droid. But I wonder, I wonder in in like your game if like all of this is like if there's another. You ever see Wreck It Ralph? You know, like where the game yeah. is turned off and like the characters are still doing. Like in your game, like the the uh, the shopkeep is like, man, I never came back for the fucking droid. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. this. He's supposed come to back for the droid. He's supposed to buy the droid to do the thing. <laughs> How is he doing the thing without the droid? <laughs> but yeah, and so I have suspicions too about some of the stuff that happened at the end. Is that that I think I've, and on the dark side playthrough? Yeah. For the if we if we decide to go on to the end of the game. Um, oh, oh, we're going on to the end of the game. I need okay, to know what this okay. stuff for. Is. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure more people will be dead from my on my game. <laughs> You're I'm like, pretty I'm sure. pretty sure I'm going to murder everybody. I'm pretty sure at least one or two more people in my party will be dead. Wow. By, by my hand. <laughs> by the end of the game. People that are supposed to join your party, you can just murder. Not, not all of them, but I, I, some of them. So there, I have two larger things to discuss as well, if, if okay. you'd like to. Yeah, go on. Hey, so... One is that I'm not sure if you noticed that in this game, both the Jedi and the Sith reject the idea of love. Yes. Yeah, I did notice that. Did you notice that? Okay. Specifically because Bastila is like really standoffish to it. And, you know, you can kind of, kind of come on to her, you know, a little bit, you know, and she's (laughs) just like, ah, fool, get out of me. But yeah, no, yeah, I did notice that. And then the Sith say, the Sith say love can lead to mercy and mercy is like the worst thing you can have. right? Right. That whole stuff made me think about Anakin Skywalker, especially in episode two. And I went back to find the quote and I think there's a path here. I mean, I know, so I know Anakin falls to the dark side and he does? Why is murder us? How about a fucking spoiler alert, dude? God damn it, Paul. Um, but I, th- I think for a while, Anakin maybe was on a path to walking the balance the right way. 
because here's here's the quote from episode two. I had to look this up because I thought about this. As soon as the Sith mentioned love as like mm-hmm. a bad thing to lead to mercy, yeah, I was like, Anakin is talking with Padme on the oh, ship, right? Yeah, and they're yeah. going, and and she says Jedi can't love and blah blah blah, and he says, well, compassion, which I would define as unconditional love, is essential to a Jedi's life. So you might say that we are encouraged to love, and I think. There's, there's, there's like an alternate Star Wars multiverse thing where Anakin doesn't fall to the dark side, but instead revolutionizes the Jedi in that way. Brings real balance. Brings, brings balance in that way to the Jedi hmm. by, by like eventually he convinces other people and then reveals his love for Padme or whatever. And then like convinces the Jedi to sort of embrace connection to people like love loving kindness connection to people as as a viable way of doing their compassionate business in the world anyway that that's, that's a weird that's a weird like that i'm just i'm just like i don't even have a question for you because i was just no, was no, no, like that's... but i'm just offering this thought that i had that i that i just was having as i was playing through and hearing the the, the writers of this game express these things it's interesting that you went straight to that quote like you thought about that yeah right away because because there's jolie bindo Mm -hmm. did you do kashik yeah i didn't that's my remaining planet now i haven't Ah. done that in this game okay but i know the character is a gray grayish like yeah gray jedi like guardian or whatever whatever. and he says he says some things that kind of jive with with my thoughts about anakin I had to go look him up because I obviously haven't played through it this time yet, but yeah. I remember him saying these things vaguely, right, from okay. previous times. And he says, he says some things. He says, love doesn't lead to the dark side. Passion can lead to rage and fear and can be controlled, but passion is not the same thing as love. Controlling your passions while being in love, that's what they should teach you to beware. But love itself will save you, not condemn you. I think I think Jolie Bindo. I'm I'm kind of like I'm kind of like leaning toward just at least furtively leaning toward like Gray Jedi or that that world in between the two things as kind of like the ideal force sensitive person path. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because the 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 Jedi. The Jedi is the absence of all these things and the Sith are the presence of all these things. And the gray walks that razor's edge. Walks right? the razor's edge sort of. And, and I, I, I love that. I love that idea. And I, there was a lot of speculation when the sequel trilogy was kind of ramping up that, you know, especially because um, when you see the poster for like the last Jedi, Luke is kind of half on the light, half on the dark. And, you know, his, his howl is gray. And a lot of people were like, oh, man, see, this is how it's going to happen. You know, Luke's going to be a gray Jedi. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to be in the middle. He's going he's gonna to be walking the fine line between the two and blah, blah, blah. And I bought into that hype. And, of course, we didn't get that. But I just, I, I, I feel like that makes the most sense. I'm with you on the gray Jedi right. thing. I think that that makes the most sense out of all the possibilities. Both of the possibilities, I guess I should say, is two. <laughs> Out of all of the two possibilities. <laughs> Out of all of these both possibilities. 
Yeah, that's the one. That's it's just it just makes it because that's what people are, right? That's what people. Yeah, are, what everybody is, right? Yeah, we're all a matter of like our good choices and our bad choices. Yeah, right. We're all the the mix of those two things. Yeah, gray Jedi make the most sense to me. I wonder if we're going to see more of that when they start doing this uh, this High Republic stuff. Yeah, like I kind of hope that it's not this like. We're the Jedi for the Republic, you know, <laughs> yes. that, that, that the Tales of the Jedi stuff had, you know, yeah, yep. like I want that depth of like, I want that depth of like, let's explore what light and dark means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. And there's, and, and like Last Jedi sets up lots of good thoughts about that, that I hope that they can, can sort of continue on in the novels. Right. I hope, I hope that Ryan Johnson continues exploring that. Yes. In his yes. trilogy. Because yeah. they sure as shit didn't do it in Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker kicked down every sandcastle that Ryan Johnson put up. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, I mean, the second thing I had two yeah, things, sorry. and there was another yeah, thing. Sorry. I don't know if you. This is a this is a dialogue thing that I don't think comes up in every. It's just like some random character I think says it or whatever. Okay. But the the character says Sith legends have a Sithari who will destroy them and make them stronger than ever. So. Is that related to the chosen one of the Jedi? This okay. Wait, the Sithari. Yeah. So there's there's somebody in the academy who says there's this legend of a Sithari who will destroy the Sith and make us stronger than ever. Is that related to Anakin? Do you think that's related to the chosen one, or or Luke, depending on how you define chosen one, I guess. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Who who really brings balance there? Yeah. Or is it, or is Darth Sidious a mirror to that? Right. Because there's an argument to be made that Darth Sidious is the one who makes the Sith stronger than they ever were before. Because when Darth Sidious ascends to the Emperorship, the Sith hold the throne of the galaxy. You know what I mean? Which was their which was their goal from the jump, all, right? All along. They wanted to conquer everything. Yeah. Wait. Hold up. Hold the fucking phone. Is he the chosen one of the Sith? Right. Is that's, that what yeah, we're getting at? I mean, is, are we saying that, like, is there is there a world where, like, Anakin or Luke is the chosen one of the Jedi and Darth Sidious is the Sithari, whatever that is? That, could, that, that has interesting things for Rise of Skywalker, first of all. But, <laughs> but also has just interesting things about, like, the lens. So I, I, didn't, I didn't Google anything. I just took it at face value in the game and I wrote it down. The prophecy goes like this. The Sithari will be free of limits. The Sithari will leave the Sith and destroy them. The Sithari will raise the Sith from death and make them stronger than before. And hmm. it says it says here, Darth Plagueis apparently thought himself possibly as the fit of the prophecy, but then Darth Sidious proclaimed himself to be the fulfilling of it when he killed Plagueis. That's interesting. So Palpatine... Just said, fuck it all. I'm the, I'm the Sasari. I'm the Sithari. And maybe he was because he, I think Sidious did the most for the Sith, even if yeah. he ultimately failed. He did what every Sith has wanted to do. Yeah. He yeah. Was, he was the, the emperor of the, the entire emperor galaxy. emperor of the entire galaxy. <clears throat> oh, I have a couple of things that I wanted to bring up. Yeah. If, as long as you're done. Are you? Yeah. Yes. Yeah? Okay. So just a couple of things from my notes that we didn't really talk about, but I wanted to kind of touch on. On Terrace, everyone keeps talking about aliens. And the concept of alien should mean off-worlder, but in reality it means not looking like me. Yeah. Which is 
fucking racist. Yeah. Continues to be a weird racist thing. Yes. Which which I guess fits the theory. Do we talk about this last episode or this time where where basically humans are the white people of the Star Wars universe? Yeah. No, that was uh, that was yeah yeah that was that last, was episode. last episode. Yeah. Solo. Yeah. Twi'leks are they just always sex workers or what? I mean, my God, I thought that too because <laughs> like the they're always the dancers yes. in the bars or whatever. Yes. Like, like what is up with that like at the absolute minimum they're always over sexualized yeah i don't understand that but yeah well i mean and it continues to be the theme of humans or the white people of the star wars universe we're like yeah. humans can do anything in the star wars universe but the other the other non-human species mm-hmm. are kind of relegated to their what their race is specialized in right those right. myth guys are always the musicians the Twi'lek are always the dancers. Uh, and then the occasion that they are a Jedi, it's pointed out that they are yeah. a specific race <laughs> and the Jedi. And my Twi'lek Jedi friend. <laughs> the, the, Have you um, met my friend? He's Twi'lek. <laughs> the, the, are always, the Rodians are always like rogues of some sort. Like yeah. either bounty hunters or like thieves or whatever, you know? Right, right. They're, yeah, it's... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there, there's no other species other than humans that transcend all of whatever. The the, yeah, yeah. Like the, yeah, where they where they can just be whatever they can do whatever. Yeah. Oh, you're a rogue. <laughs> you don't look Rodian. <laughs> 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 That's funny. It's funny, and it's like, dude, it's totally true. Like, Star Wars still has work to do in its in its own world yeah. of kind of overcoming. Many of the things that we have work to do in our world of overcoming. Right, yeah. You know Who the mean? fuck are they to preach to us? Yeah. <laughs> he has a lot of fucking work to do, man. At least we don't have clone slaves right now. Yeah, anyway. for now. Temporarily. Earth, yeah. I feel like we're getting to that point where we, we just start to talk about like what we're going to do next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, do you want to finish up this game? If that is something you want to do, I'm right there. Because remember that I have already done it, so nothing... This game is not spoiled for me in any way. If I, if I quit now, it won't matter because I've played the game already. Okay, but I'm you happy know, to, but I'm happy to do the rest because our continuing p- conversations influence my view of things in a different way too. Right. Okay. So there's that. If we weren't going to do that, what would we do? What or is there something that's in your head as the next thing you think? Well, while or, or maybe the question is this: What are we still bouncing around on in our heads that's like worthy of more investigation as we create our headcanon? Like with Solo, the one we did like last week's episode, I want to, like, I felt, it felt good because I knew the characters at least, right? We were yeah, in unfamiliar yeah. territory as far as yeah. like, you know, where we were in the universe time timeline, but, but we knew the characters, right? But I don't know where to go with it. Do we go forward? I mean, we've already gone to the Zahn novels, or at least the yeah. first one. Yeah. So do we want to do a novel or do we want to do like, how's your timeline look? Do we want to read a novel that we could talk about at a later point? Because that could be interesting. So, so a couple of things pop up in what you said that okay. I could be totally down with. Okay. One is because we, we did the first of three comic adaptations of the Zan Throne trilogy. Right. Yep. I could be down with continuing that and do the second, the do either read the second novel or do the comic adaptation of the second novel as another episode. That's one okay. thing that could be intriguing. Okay. Of course there is, like we said, finishing the game. 
but but I but point well taken on staying close to home territory. Yeah, it's it's. But I think you're totally right because I did like Solo was a breath of fresh air, even if it wasn't the best movie in the world. Right, it was a total breath of breath of fresh air in terms of like, okay, now we're back to like familiar ground. Right, right. Characters that we know, characters that we like. Yeah, I I kind of want to stay there and not necessarily tread water per se, but. Like okay, so as as I was watching Solo and I was taking notes, I was like, God, there were there were there were Han Solo novels. There were Han Solo like short little like two hundred page novels that came out uh, back in the eighties. So there were oh like there were something Solo. of the mind's eye and well, there were Splinter of the Mind's Eye. That was that was that was Luke and Leia. And then okay. they had Han Solo at Star's End and a couple of other ones I can't remember. That's the only one that sticks out. You know, we could do... I could really dig some retro stuff. That would be really cool, actually. Like, like retro? Like, because, okay. Because, because that would be an interesting way of being back to home base, but also in a very different way than the modern things, right? Because, okay. because even Knights of the Old Republic is very modern compared to something like Splinter of the Mind's Eye or whatever, which was like... At the time of the early novel releases, there was there wasn't this gigantic backlog of things. It was a very clean slate. It was very clean, and 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 it's a, it's a good archaeological expedition as well. I think. Yeah. Oh, they did a comic adaptation of Splinter of the Mind's Eye. I don't want to do comics again for a while, though. Yeah, we should leave comics out of it for a while. Let's do. What if we did? Okay, so it's called the Han Solo Adventures, and it's got. Yeah, that's okay. So Han Solo at Star's End, Han Solo's Revenge, and Han Solo and the Lost Legacy. Uh, Dude, so let's do the Han Solo one because yeah, we just we just planted Han Solo by watching that movie. Yeah, see, that's kind of where I was feeling. There's too. a gap there too between. Yeah, let's totally do the Han Solo stuff. I like the idea of like easing up on the Force a little bit for a bit. Do we want to do all three of them, or do we want to do just one of them? Well, maybe let's with? maybe let's start with one and then see where our, our minds take us. Because as I'm Googling this, I notice there is this, – this could be a good one to do too. What's there that? is a Timothy Zahn novel called Scoundrels, oh. which could be – that could be a fun one to get to too. So, but okay. So, but let's – but I think let's go to the retro. You want to do the retro? Retro Han Solo. Okay. Han Solo Adventures. Let's do the, Han, the first like chunk of Han Solo Adventures. So Han Solo at Star's End then? That at first, Star's End, that yeah. Book? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening to Great Disturbances. If you enjoyed our show, please leave us a review on iTunes, Podbean, or any of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on Facebook by searching for at Great Disturbances and on Twitter at G Disturbances. See you later!